I'm Katie Garrett, your functional medicine nutritionist, and I'm here with my husband, Phil. The one and only. That's true. And today we're going to be talking about how you can get fitter, have more energy, have a faster metabolism, feel overall better in your health and digestion through a way that is free, unlimited, and always accessible. Eating pizza. That's not free. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it should be though. And it is through drinking water. What? It's so simple, but it's something that we all overlook and we underestimate how much it can really help us. So we're going to talk about how to know if you're dehydrated, how to stay dehydrated, why this is important, so you can be fully equipped to be at your best with your fluid intake. Okay, but what does dehydration mean? Well, dehydration means that you don't have enough fluids, you don't have enough water in your body in order for it to run itself efficiently. So there's different degrees where there's you're just kind of missing out on your optimal function, which is kind of like a more of a functional dehydration. And then there's more of like a negative to your health, you know, it's hurting your health degree. Um, and that can be more something that contributes to disease. Mm. So for example, dehydration, kind of in a functional perspective, if you don't have enough fluid intake, your whole body runs through fluids. Fluids are what carries everything to your cells to be used and to be removed. And so if you're not drinking enough fluids, then your digestion is slowing down. We notice what? We get constipated, right? If you want to yeah. hear more about that, I have a poop podcast a few episodes back. <laughs> and But we also just don't digest as well in terms of like our stomach acid and our enzymes. We just have get indigestion and bloating and gassy because our gut's not working like it should. Our water also fuels our metabolism. That's how we're able to burn calories is through carrying things to our cells to be burned and used. So if that whole process is slowed down, then our metabolism is slowed down. We might also misinterpret our thirst as hunger. Together, those things could increase our body weight, make it harder for us to lose weight. And it can also be harder to be at a healthy weight when you're dehydrated just because you're fatigued. You're not going to have as much energy. You're not carrying the nutrients into your cells to be used. Mm. You might feel more sluggish, not only physically, but also mentally. Your brain will work slower and you don't have as much clarity of thought. You'd be a little more brain fog. That is some of the functional ways that can impact us. But then when it gets bad or it's been really chronic, it can actually lead to different disease states. So for example, UTIs. You know, if we have things kind of sitting around in our urinary tract longer than we should, we can be more prone to uh, issues in that part of our body, including kidney stones. We can also be more affected by dental issues from our mouth not having the saliva production that it should. It can lead to more problems with our gums and our teeth. We can have issues with our breathing. Our breathing operates. That's how we eliminate a lot of the water in our body. And if we are dry, we can get more breathing disorders. Um, we can, such as like asthma or upper uh, respiratory tract infections. And then it can even lead to cardiovascular disease. Studies have shown that you're more likely to have an abnormal heartbeat and be at higher risk of cardiovascular issues when you're dehydrated. So usually like, you know, the only downside or symptom of dehydration is like, oh, I'm more thirsty, you know, <laughs> but you're saying there's a lot going on behind the scenes. 
Yes. Yeah. And sometimes we might not realize it because we're not super in tune with our bodies nowadays. We're not kind of just sitting around on our front porch, you know, waiting for someone to come home or watching the cows or whatever people used to do. We're very busy and kind of distracted from our own body signals. You can't just say, well, you know what? I haven't really been thirsty over the last year, so I think I'm good on this one. Hmm. But I mean, like, so how would you like monitor this? Like, how does that like... Well, you think about your uh, your excretion, right? How much your output of fluids are and then how much your input is. And they need to kind of match each other. Mm. We have more in, or we have more output of our fluids through our breathing, our sweating, urinating, and feces. Whoa, 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 hold on. Breathing? Yeah, we actually exhale. If there was like a way that you could see like the air that you're exhaling is humid. It's a lot more humid than the surrounding air. Well, I guess when you, if it's cold outside and you breathe out, Mm -hmm. you can can see it, right? (laughs) And that's the water vapor that's turning into. Yeah. So if you are doing something that gets your heart rate up, if you're exercising and you're breathing through your mouth a lot, then you're losing more water than you would if you were just breathing through your nose. Even if you're not sweating. Right. Even if you're not sweating. And so that also includes something like uh, sleep apnea. You're breathing through your mouth when you have sleep apnea to get oxygen while you're sleeping. And that's going to not only give you kind of a sore throat and make you feel dry in the morning, but it can also then lead to greater water excretion. Mm. So we've got our breathing and then we have sweating, which doesn't just mean exercise, which of course is when a lot of us would be sweating. But here in Texas, that could just mean existing, (laughs) you know, doing yard work, sitting in your car, watching a a game with your kids. And so just being outside could drastically increase your water needs. So the first thing we need to do is move to the rainforest. To get uh, water in our bodies. So it yeah. doesn't work. Though. Even though we excrete through our skin, we don't really absorb through our uh, skin. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's not like when you take a shower, you've got, you're like more hydrated when you leave. <laughs> I'm, I'm covering my dehydration needs with my 30 minute showers. <laughs> Okay. So we want, and then medications also, they mm. can impact how much water you're losing that can make you at higher risk of dehydration. Um, and then, you know, if you have, uh, loose stools, you know, you're not obviously absorbing as much water, you're drawing more water to your stool. So that means you have greater water needs. And then if you have increased urine output, some of us have like mineral deficiencies and hormonal issues where we don't hold on to our water very easily. There's a lot of things that impact what your water needs are and how much you're pushing out in addition to the input component, right? Mm. So you have to think about how much you're actually bringing in. And especially for those of us who are under stress or we are busy in our day, we're overwhelmed, we're not really paying attention so much to that thirst signal. And when you're stressed, you actually don't have as much of a thirst signal. I'm just going to take a sip of my I coffee see you. right I here. I see you over there. Mm. <laughs> Delicious input. <laughs> and then we also have to think about with our meals, that's when we tend to get a lot of our water in. Mm. And some of us skip meals. Oh. I'm looking at you. What? Who? I'm looking, I'm turning around. There's no one behind me. So yeah, a lot of us might not have breakfast or might work through our lunch period and just kind of snacking on something. And therefore, we're missing that typical signal to sit down with a glass of water and drink. So all those things can impact our input. How can you like know, like realize that you're dehydrated? So some signs that are free again at home. This is, I love this episode because it's so easy. Anyone can apply it is look at the color and frequency of your urine. Your urine should be a... It always comes back to the bathroom. I know. 
That was uh, an accident. Did not mean to do that. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you look at your uh, color. It should be a pale yellow urine. If it is uh, kind of cloudy or if it's very bright, you're dehydrated. And then also your frequency. You should be going about every three hours or so. If you can get through your work day and get home and you only peed once at work, you're probably very dehydrated. Mm. And then there's also some lab markers that can show that. There's a number of them on a comprehensive metabolic panel. Things like low sodium or high bun, high creatinine, or low GFR can be related to dehydration, though it can also be caused by other things. Well, I don't have to worry about this because I drink coffee, alcohol, right? That that, that all counts, <laughs> right? Okay. As water. So your fluids, all of your fluids do count towards your fluid intake. Some things can be more hydrating than others. Things that have calories in them are going to be less hydrating because you actually need water to digest and metabolize those calories. Hmm. So for example, milk, you're not gonna, it's not going to just be all water or fluid intake. And that includes plant milks, but still some of that definitely does contribute. Um, and then alcohol is a little bit dehydrating. Caffeine is also a little bit dehydrating. With that being said, there is a an adaptation effect where if you are a chronic caffeine drinker, then over time your body learns to adapt and to let go of less water when you've been drinking caffeine. Interesting. So you really can count all of your fluids. It doesn't just need to be clear. That being said, clear fluids are what has the most research for improving your health and are probably going to be the healthiest thing for you. Hmm. Does it have to be just water or can you have like teas and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So herbal tea, a sparkling water, um, you know, even fruit juice, that kind of stuff all counts. Hmm. So the easiest thing that you can do to improve your health when it comes to hydration is to track it. Because if I just tell you all this and then you're like, good to know, and then tomorrow you just go about your day and keep doing what you've been doing, you're not going to get any benefits. You want to have easy ways to track this. This could be like a glass water bottle that has times on it. So you mm. know like you're on track with your noon and your 2 and your 3 p.m. It could be uh, an alarm on your watch. You know how, how they have the alarms for breathing, yeah. you have alarms for drinking. And then it could just be where you have three or four bottles or stainless steel cups and you know I got to get through all of them in a day. It's best to tie it to a certain habit you already have. So like I want to finish my first 16 ounce container by the time I start work. I want to finish my second one by the time I start lunch. Hmm. So make sure to just you know, create some structure and tie this new habit to habits you already have and you can increase your hydration and feel a heck of a lot better. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Thank you so much for joining us today and I can't wait to talk to you soon. All right, have fun. Have fun.